Uh, do you want to have a drink before we start? Go on then. Go on, neck that vodka, John. I can tell we're recording, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> I knew that. That's what you get. I knew that. So we're right. hitting the ground running then? We are hitting the ground running. Okay, so this is it. Um, so welcome. Uh, this is episode one of uh, Midlife Curiosity. Uh, I'm Andrew Green and I'm here with my splendid, superb co-host, Mr. John Holt. Say hello, John. <laughs> that sounded very British. Hello. Hello. So why are we here then? Why are we here? Um, I don't know, you tell me. It's well, been a long journey, hasn't it? It has. Yeah, it's taken us, what, about eight months to get to a point where two people have too much time on their hands, can get together in a room, casually talking. In a very hot room. Yes, you know, it's, it's, it's good. Just wait till it's a really hot day, stick yourself in a room and sweat for about 45 minutes. We're hopeless at organising stuff. Considering we spend half of our lives working with event organisers and you know, people like that, we this should have kind of rubbed off on us. We should have had a better plan. Absolutely, absolutely. So, but we're here and that's what that's all that matters. <laughs> so we should really explain what it's all about, what what the podcast is. It's called Midlife Curiosity. Now, we it took us about three months to come up with the name, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, again, for two creative folk, this should have been an instant, let's meet over coffee, five minutes, bash it out, done. But yeah. this is... It's, it's been crazy. Well, the reason being is that a lot of the names have all been taken, and we wanted to be something a little bit different. Originally, we thought about the, the title A Jack of All Trades, because we kind of are jacks of all trades, I guess. In yeah, our, in we're our... kind of curious into different stuff, aren't we? We yeah. both like to dabble. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's we're going to explain that a little bit more. But I think, uh, first of all, we should uh, we should start the show. Let's have the jingle, the brand new jingle. The jingle. This the is brand it. new jingle, like we had an old one. Well, yeah, th- there's been several versions. <laughs> Here we go. Take it away. Your choice is simple. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. Something is happening. It's all part of the plan. We ain't going to stand for no weirdness out here. Welcome to Midlife Curiosity. Okay, so here we go. Right, so John, I uh, I suggest to kick things off that we we talk about us because obviously people or well, some people who listen to this won't know. Or hopefully, the thousands and millions of people won't know us. So um, we need to know a little bit about you. Some won't know, most won't care. Let's do it anyway because <laughs> you that's thank some... you and good night. <laughs> yeah. Now, John, tell us a bit about yourself. How how did you get to this point of being sat in a really hot room <laughs> yeah. with another sweaty man? <laughs> that's happened to me so many times in my life. It's unbelievable. Um, well, how do we get here? Well, we both kind of had different journeys, haven't we, really? So, speaking for myself, by day, I'm a magician. Um, watch far too much Poirot. Uh, I thought you were going to say something else, then carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. We'll leave that for episode two. Um, so, by day, I'm a magician, but in my past history, I've done so many things, like accountancy, sold timeshare, croupier, mental health social worker, blah, 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 blah. I've done a lot of different things. And like I said before, always been a bit of a dabbler. And I've always been kind of the mindset that I like learning new stuff. And it's the one thing that's kind of been constant throughout my entire kind of career, really. So this this is just a vehicle for exploring that for me. And again, just even doing the podcast, being sat in a sweaty room with a, a strange man. Um, uh, is, that's is, Dave, he's sat over there. Yeah, that's it. We will, we'll untie him later on. Um, it's just another skill to learn. It's something, it's dabbling, it's learning something new. So it's just kind of feeding that ADHD side of my head. Yeah, absolutely. Really. Yeah, it's, it, this is it. You know, we, we talk about, you know, when we get together and have a chat over coffee, about all the different things we learn and all the kind of different podcasts we listen to and the tips we've picked up. And 
that's what it's all about, it's midlife curiosity. I think you get to that point where you think, well, I learned nothing in school, surely <laughs> it's time I learned something now. And I, I, for me, I've, I, you know, I like school, but it never really kind of struck me. I wasn't the academic. But as I've sort of got older and as I've sort of, you know, head into my 30s and 40s, I kind of want to learn as much as I can before time runs out. I yeah, think that's it, there is really. this sensation that, crap, that there is stuff out there that I could probably do with learning yeah. and paying attention to and that would make my life better. Where the hell is it? Absolutely. We can't be the only ones who, who kind of get to the point where, God, if only I'd listened at school, if only I'd actually got into this earlier, all the different things, I'd know so much by now. And you've got to cram it all in. And, and, and nowadays, because obviously we've got sort of, you know, YouTube and and all the different podcasts and things, you can learn so much so quickly that it's it's fantastic. We, you know, there's, a, there's an abundance of, of knowledge there. Some of it good, some of it rubbish. And this may be some of the, uh, the latter. <laughs> well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like separating the wheat from the chaff. It's like, how, how can you actually find the stuff that's really going to make a difference in your world and go... Because, you know, a lot of people say the same stuff. They say it in different languages, different guises and different veils. It's like, holy hell, you know, if you, if you do a search for a diet book on Amazon... There's not just going to be three and you're just going to pick. There's going to be gazillions of the damn this things. So you try all of them at some point. <laughs> how, how the hell are we meant to know what we're supposed to be doing? <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah, as you say, our journeys have, have taken um, sort of different paths. So what um, have you done? We should talk about you. Well, let's talk about me. Let's talk should, about you. Okay. Is that okay if I could a, just jump in? You should be a therapist. I think that would be quite a good soothing Tell voice. Tell us about yourself. Tell no. us about you. And so, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we are a completely different sort of path to get here. Um, my background was in, in theatre, really. I studied some performing arts and dance. You know, uh, we should explain that the two of us are actually magicians professionally. Oh, yeah, we should have said that. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll probably put that in the kind of show notes and everything. Yeah. But, but, yeah, we're, we're kind of professional magicians. But um, I, I studied sort of theatre and performing arts and, and dance and that kind of thing. And I went straight from that into... Uh, into working for production companies as a magician, as an illusionist, um, and I travelled all over the place, touring, doing theatre tours and cruise ships, and, and see all you sorts make of it them. sound very glam. I just went, I just, I just say to people, I do card tricks, but you're like, you're using words like illusionist, cruise ships, entertainment. It's like you're, you're very, well, yeah. you're the good sales package. I'm just like, I'll just turn up and do card tricks for your wedding. Well, essentially, that's what I do. <laughs> but no, I, well, it kind of was glamorous. When I was 18, I left left college and I. Went straight into working in shows with singers and dancers and technicians and theatres and and yeah. it was it was fantastic I, you know I can't deny and it was it was wonderful you know but it's a, it's a strange life you know you're on the road all the time you don't really have a sort of set base you know you do for a period of time but but yeah so I, I kind of did that for 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 so many years um, and uh, and then I decided to kind of come back to the mainland and because I worked it over in the Channel Islands I should say for for quite a lot of that in the in uh, in Jersey. And um, came back to the mainland, wanted to set up a, a business over here, really doing the same kind of things, but just yeah. having a bit of a normal life. So I did that, and now we do sort of, like yourself, we do corporate events and weddings and private parties, and and basically, if the phone rings, you you say yes and <laughs> and, uh, and ask what it is later. So that's kind of thing. But I'm sure we'll get into our backgrounds a little bit more because I want to know. I know you in the past you've told me some um, humorous stories of your ta- your days as a social Again, worker. Again, you said humorous like it was like uh, in quotation marks. <laughs> You've, you've told me some humorous stories there, John. But, um... well, I'm being politically correct because you shouldn't really laugh at people's misfortune, you know, especially with social work. You know, I'm sure you came across a, a lot of really unfortunate cases, but some of them that you've told me are bloody hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing, right? The humor is relevant to the job. So if you're in a really stressful job, you're not, you know, if you're if you're doing a crappy job like social work. So I was in the child placement team 
for a while. And that is like the extreme emotions. You're dealing with parents who are battling over the kids. Yeah. It's hard to imagine. You see, you smile. No, I'm, <laughs> yeah. not. I'm not going to say a funny story about people <laughs> battling over the kids. But if you think about it, if that's your reality for like eight or nine hours every single day, you can't go home and unload on your wife that this kid's trauma and stuff. She'd yeah. leave you within 38 seconds of you arriving home. Yeah, I can imagine. At least my first five did anyway. So, <laughs> But you've got to kind of get it out at work. And the, honestly, yeah. if there was a panorama, um, like uh, undercover reporter, at a social work officer I've been, you'd be shocked. Right. But it's needed in the yeah, office. Yeah, you've got to break it down. You've got to kind of laugh about it to an extent. Yeah, you've got to kind of get it out. It's like yeah. a coiled spring. You know, yeah. comedy's like releasing the tension. A, a friend of mine was um, actually another magician, actually. He was um, uh, professionally, he was a fireman. an illusionist as well? No, he was, he was just a kind of, he was great. Sort of, you know, part-time magician. He, he was a fireman. Uh, that was his full-time job. And some of the stories, the horrific stories he would tell me, but they were, t- they were telling me the journey that they went on to get through that and to the other end. And, and sometimes that involved humour. You're not, not into the public, but, you know, you've got it's a coping mechanism. But I did actually, I bumped into a hypnotherapist. I bumped into a hypnotherapist. <laughs> at least I think a, I did. I sat next <laughs> to a hypnotherapist a couple of days ago at a, a, a meeting. And, uh, and we were talking about that, you know, when she, she meets people who have got phobias and they're suffering from things. And she's almost rubbing her hands together. <laughs> yeah. It's so like, oh, here we go, that's money in the bank. <laughs> she sat there in the corner of a meeting just yelling out things like oh spider over there and just seeing who reacts and going right okay I can I can book you in at three <laughs> so she's just looking for trauma all over but you see that's the thing isn't it it's like yeah I can imagine you know it's you've got to get through this and, and humour is uh, in every walk of life humour is, is a good medicine for, or a tonic for, for what you what you have to go through sometimes we're lucky to an extent we're professionally we're magicians so we just have to find I'm not the... very professional no I have noticed but... <laughs> But generally, yeah. we just need to find the three of clubs or the four of spades, yeah. and, and that's as, as, as bad as it's going to get. And sometimes you don't even find those, right? Yeah. Well, that's it. But it's that's it. You know, when you're a social worker making life or death, not life or death, I'm not a doctor. God, glamming that up a bit, aren't I? <laughs> Do paperwork for kids and stuff like that. But when you're a social worker and you're doing dealing with so many people's emotions, and then you go into like doing card tricks at a wedding for drunk people that. You know, that can't really focus on anything. They wouldn't yeah, know. The if drunk you... they are, they're easier just yeah. to fool. Them. Oh my god! And they and they try. They go, oh, I won't show you this. And they start waving the card around so even like Stevie Wonder could pick up on what it is. <laughs> it's just like yeah, but humour is great for stuff like that. And and uh, but you know, working on your own, like self-employed, you're constantly in that thing of not knowing whether you're doing the right thing. And yeah. I think this is why we're here, isn't it, really? It's like, That's it. It's to find a, 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 some kind of logic and sense. in, in Yeah, in, in, and a bit uh, of accountability, because it's like, yeah. you can... There's a lot of stuff you can do. Yeah. Right, you can you know, you do that. But, you know, unless somebody's watching you or you're going to do it, you know, it's like Seth Godin always says about, will this be on the test? If there's no test, well, there's no pressure for me to do the course. There's no... Nobody's there's watching me. You, well, you didn't tell me about the test. <laughs> Take your pants off, bend over. Let's see if you pass. Um, okay. Classic social work. <laughs> Can we just stop for a second? Yeah. I need to just take it in. No. So, no, yeah, let's just kind of um, outline, before we go any further, yeah. what our kind of goals are for this podcast, because I think that's important. That you're taking us that <laughs> there are goals. To, there are goals. Just there like there's a test. Yeah. There's a goal and a test. 
So, what is it all about? It's called Midlife Curiosity. So, what we're going to do uh, in the course of a, the, the next uh, few episodes, depending on how far we get, um, is we're going to kind of look at different things in our lives, the, with our business and our yeah. personal lives that we do, things that we want to learn. We're going to try and learn new things as well. We're going to, uh, you know, look at what we both, you know, are interested in and look at those. And we've, we've, all, we've already kind of touched um, between ourselves before we started about podcasts. So, we've touched between ourselves <laughs> yeah i'm gonna rephrase that <laughs> yeah. we've touched on bet- we've anyway we've spoken about it in we've spoken about it our legal people have got together and issued a contract where we've discussed certain matters pertaining to the podcast and there will be no future episodes no um, we've, we've um yeah we've, we've spoken about our, the podcast and different things that we look at and so we've we've listened to them and we're going to talk about our opinions and, and how we sort of see our our varying um, different interests so yeah we're going to um we're going to look at that. Uh, we're going to set goals and tasks, weekly tasks, as we go forwards. Um, so we're going to pick a new skill or a new action to take that week yeah. and see if we can benefit us either personally or professionally. Because so it's all about learning. It's all about growing. And it's, it's the whole about- picture, isn't it? I mean, that's that's why we do it. I mean, it, it sounds a little bit zen. But at the end of the day, when you get to this kind of midlife thing and you're, you, you've You've seen most of the stuff, like, you know, when you're at school, it's like, oh, when I get a job, this will be good, or when I get married, this will be good, you know, there's always the next thing, but when you get to this kind of age, you kind of think, right, okay, this this is... Nothing's... I know what this is all about right by now. I should understand this by now. I'm 43, I should have a better idea, I should know the rules by now, it's like, (laughs) it's like playing Monopoly, I I should know what's going on now. Yeah, was there did I miss a lesson, was there a course (laughs) that everybody else went on that knew how to do this? But I get the feeling I'll be like this until I'm like 83 unless I actually you know I'll be there going no no I just need this one book from Amazon and I'll be 95 and I'll be close to death and they'll go no John well that's it so we're going to try and make sense of that I don't think we're going to win oh no but the the kind of the idea behind all this is we don't have a clue about what we're doing we don't know how to do it we don't know if we're going in the right direction but hopefully (laughs) we can learn something as we go along and have a laugh along the way and uh, and also as we go forwards uh, you know if we grow this audience that, that we We've got of of one, well, probably us listening to it ourselves. Um, so you're only counting one of us listening. To it. <laughs> <laughs> one of us. We'll take alternate shifts. Yeah. You listen to the odd ones, I'll do the evil ones. Yeah, it, it may be too much. It may be too much. We'll but listen no, together, yeah, so holding hands. We'll we'll take questions. So we're going to set up uh, the um, the email address. Now I should explain. I should have set this email address up. <laughs> I it- meant to do this as well. <laughs> At least. Four times since we last spoke about this, I've thought, I'll do that, it'll take me two minutes. Yeah. Have I done it? No. No, no. absolutely. This, we're also going to talk about productivity. <laughs> yeah. And procrastination in and the course of things the, done. <laughs> I've got a book on my shelf called Getting Things Done, and I haven't had a chance to read it yet. I mean, <laughs> and I was going to say, actually, the thing that made me think about that was I think one of the rules in that is um, if it takes less than two minutes to do a task, just do it now. Right. And I think oh, the that's email. Good. That's would, a good tip. That's tip number one. That's not mine. But, say it. Say it again. And say it, who, who, whose was it? Uh, it's David Allen's Getting Things Done. So oh, right. I think he's... In the book I haven't read yet. Yeah, in the book Actually, you haven't but you bought. Like, I have bought it and I have read a bit of it. Which bit? Tell the, me something about the, the book the, you've read. The, the forward. <laughs> it was the forward by? Yes. Yes, it was. Yes. <laughs> yes Mr. Well, I'm no good with names. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Magician. What was your Susan. name again? <laughs> yeah. So no, the tip from that is, because his whole thing is about processing information and stuff like that and and getting out of your head onto paper which is fabulous um 
just that one thing is actually one of the best things you can do. And I, I'm running a comedy writing challenge at the moment in Facebook. And one of the things I made a video about was the fact that when you, if you, if you get an idea and you think, oh, I'll remember that and write it down later. Oh no, you won't. That yeah. that sucker will be gone by the time you've got a pad and paper, yeah. uh, pad and pen. So well, I'll tell you what, John. What? I'm going to read that book this week. Are you going to read and then it? We'll get, it's not on that shelf, actually. I, was I told say, you we're both looking at, You're this looking shelf. at the bookshelf. There's, it's not on there. Do you know where it is? Yes, it's it's by the side of my bed. Is it get, really? Yes, but it's under under a few other books that I'm currently reading. You so. to, I kind of want to know what those other books are. <laughs> I can't believe... I don't know what my wife would see, uh, think about if I actually came to bed and saw on my light table there's a book called Getting Things Done. <laughs> <laughs> get on with it. <laughs> get on with it. Get things done. Now, my other one is uh, Tim Ferriss' four-hour work week. Now, that, oh, that's I'm, a good I am actually into that. Actually, tell why that's over there. But it, it, that's in, in my stack of books that I'm currently reading. Yeah. yeah the four-hour work week, that's fantastic, you know, about productivity. Um, that's really rather than kind of sort of general rules to follow for, for, for kind of, sort of time management and productivity, it's specific. It's do this. Oh, yeah, use this one really good. Yeah. In fact, there's one about eliminating uh, the chapter on eliminating, I think it is, anyway. It's got some really good advice about dealing with email and, you know, yeah, really absolutely. simple, solid advice. Yeah, that pretty yeah, much. Yeah. I like that kind of stuff, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's, it's hard, isn't it? It's kind of like, this is what you do. Do this specific thing. And that will help. It's yeah. not, well, why don't you try doing this? Or maybe look at doing this. It's not. It's, this is what you do. You go to this company at this website and you ask them to do this for yeah. you. And you pay this much and you do it this way and you do it for three weeks or whatever. Yeah. It's very specific. And I, and I quite like that. You know, and, and that's kind of my sort of way of working. No, I must admit, I, I, I do like, I, I think that, I, I don't know what any of the secrets to life, work, productivity, family are, but I'm convinced that they're simple. And Tim Ferriss is a really good example of that. It's really actionable stuff. It's not, you don't need to buy 17 apps or coordinate stuff. And he has a tip in there. I think it's him anyway that has this um, tip of just a productivity tip that he said, he just gave this guy one tip and it like tripled his productivity. And the tip was set an alarm on your phone like three or four times a day. And each time it goes off, ask yourself, it's what I'm doing now, the most productive thing yes, I can do. Yes, yes, that's great. Uh, I think he words it differently, yeah, he, as yeah. an, but it's essentially that. being effective, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. It's what I'm doing now, uh, the most effective use of my time, for example. Yeah. That's a port, but get the book, it's great. And just that one thing is really good, because you can do that anywhere. Yeah. And and it, and that's what I like. It's like the simple stuff. Uh, you, you, can, say, you stop and you say, yes, I'm watching Jeremy Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> This is very effective. There is nothing in the world I could be doing that would benefit humanity more so than me watching well, Jeremy we, Kyle. What are we going to do now? Now there's no more Kyle. We're without the Kyle. Without the Kyle. It's Judge Rinder now, isn't it? It'd be interesting to see if any kind of sociological studies are done on the impact of humans and their contributions to society now that Jeremy Kyle's gone. <laughs> and they go, my God, when Jeremy Kyle went wrong, that caused Brexit. That caused Trump. Now it's not. Now we've got everything going on. People are studying philosophy. They're going to university. I was going to start fighting a car park with Jared, but you know what? Now I'm going to rediscover my life in the Himalayan mountains and yeah. discover inner peace. You, you never know. It's like the butterfly effect, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 
that's one hell of a butterfly effect, isn't it? Should I punch him or go and study Zen monkism or something like that? Right, so we've got a few out general outlines of what we're going to be looking at. Uh, yes. And a few other things along the way. And um, and uh, as we say, we will set up the the email address, which hopefully, we haven't checked it yet, but hopefully it will be midlifecuriosity at gmail.com. Or hotmail. Or Yahoo Mail. Or something like that. But we yeah. will set it up. The reason... Well, I say we should have set it up. We'll just have to explain this. is the second time we've recorded this episode. It is. So far. This may be a third time. But, um, to yes. be fair, though, it took us eight minutes to have the first one. It's taken us three days to get the second meeting for the second one. So we're, we, we've done... Tim Ferriss like productivity on that one, haven't we? Yeah, absolutely. The graph on that would be mega. Yeah, but uh, we did have a, a bit of a slight um, sound technical issue. Yeah, uh, we didn't know how to work the, the microphone. <laughs> so, the Fisher Price recording device that we were using. In, in, in fact, I think we should stop the recording right now. Just check that we've actually recorded <laughs> yeah. it, and then come back in a second. So we're back. The microphones are working. Yes. Everything's good. I was tempted to do the, but I won't. That's was very that, hack. That, this, this shows that we really are midlife. It was Norman Collier who used to do an act. Was it? He used to. Oh, I found. <laughs> I, and that was his. No, I'm really old. I? It's always good to do that with somebody when they phone you and say, "I've just got my new phone." <laughs> always good to do that. But anyway, the microphone's working, so that's good. It's We're all good. good. Episode one is on track. So, so far. So where are we up to? What are we up to in, on our plan for the podcast? Midlife curiosity. So we're curious about things and we're trying to get better, if that doesn't sound a bit too wide-ranging. So I think one of the things we can look at is the kind of stuff we're reading and the podcasts that we're listening to and stuff like that. I thought for episode one, probably the first thing we could do is share a few podcasts back and forth, what we get from them, maybe. And then next time we come back, we've had a chance to listen to each other's. Yep. And uh, we can give some insight and thought because I think this is the thing: is it, when you read stuff in isolation, it often it's it's only when you actually talk the ideas through with somebody, not challenge them. I don't mean it like that, but when you explore them a bit more, that's when you get the kind of real insight or the the real benefit or something yeah. kind of clicks for you. Because there's a lot of moments with this kind of stuff that. You read it for ages, and then on the third pass through, something happens in your life. You go, "Oh yeah, this is what this means." Now it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, you're subconsciously and sort of digesting the information. Uh, probably the, the the background to our sort of love of podcasts and, and things like that is because we're, we're magicians and we're kind of entertainers and we travel around a lot, and that's kind of common for for entertainers. If you're driving, you're traveling, you're commuting a lot. Yeah, you, you kind of listen to podcasts because they're a free you know resource yeah. of entertainment and education, and so they're a good learning tool and they're also you know they're a bit of fun. It breaks up the journeys as well and it's like people sharing netflix podcast uh, um yeah. uh, box sets yeah you kind of go oh what what you you know can you recommend something you know and and people kind of the latest stuff the, the most popular thing gets passed around on facebook you know you gotta watch this and it's the same with podcasts we we share them or we, we talk about them or you've got to listen to this or and uh, so that's kind of like we, we thought we'd, we'd kind of do that and we we've discussed this sort of previously and we, we do listen to different podcasts we listen some yeah, of them we listen to the same, well, there's, but, God, there's, Zillions of them, isn't? I, I don't. I don't think I've ever actually searched 
for a podcast. It's uh, the only time I get new podcasts is when somebody says, "Oh, you need to listen to this." Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because yeah. I have enough. It's like the the list of my podcast goes. You know, yeah. some of them are two or three hours as well. Absolutely, and- absolutely. Yeah, and there's every week it kind of you get notifications, but it's fantastic. You know, yeah, and, yeah it's great. And uh, and you can get value from them, and 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 I think that's that's possibly a good place for us to kind of collect all the value and you know, all the yeah. things we kind of pick up. And maybe you know people are listening to this and they've got some recommendations or they've got opinions of of what they've learned, you know. Where, um, then they can share this with us on the email that we're going to set up. Yeah, at Yahoo, at the, uh, Yahoo uh, slash Outlook. Yeah, dot, somewhere. Dot you know, what we'll end up with is like juicy tushy eight one nine at gmail dot com, and we'll just, we'll just have a PO box. Yeah, we'll just have to change the name of the podcast. Get <laughs> yeah. the lady who does who does the jingles to go. You're listening to Juicy Tushy eight one nine. Yes, I have to say that I got the the girl who who um, <laughs> did the jingle for the podcast. <laughs> Not the jingle, should I say the the title, the voiceover girl to to say the to say it in several different ways, and I just thought it was hilarious listening to her say it. <laughs> Welcome to Midlife Curiosity. Welcome to Midlife Curiosity. <laughs> it's just hilarious. I can't even say it myself, can I? <laughs> I love that. But I do love the fact that you paid for 100 words and the real reason that you contacted her about something else for your kids' show or something like that only took four or six. And you literally had 94 words to play with. You see, that is the kind of thing where I would go, I would spend a day on that. What 94-word combinations can I have? What can I get it to say? I could, like... You know those old machines that you used to press a button and it would fire off a saying? I could create one for me. So what do I say to my kids? Shoes and teeth. Right, that's three words. Excellent. I can say that first thing in the morning. You know, I'm sorry, love. Uh, That's three. So I'm down to, like, 88. And I've got... There's got to be a combination, hasn't there, of, of words that you could put together that can make up almost all the sentences that you'd ever use. You know, I, the it's, ands, buts, ifs, and, you know, yeah. will, what, when, you, you yeah. know, all those kind of different things. And just, it's like, they, they must do that for Siri. I reckon it, I could it, pass the Turing test with that. You give me 94 words, <laughs> and I reckon my kids won't spot the difference. <laughs> if it's like, I could be on the other side of the door, and my kids would go, yeah, that's him. That's him, yeah, he says that all the time. <laughs> So it was money well spent. It was great. So, uh, so yeah, I did. I, I had to get some uh, a little edit, re-edit for one of the shows I do. I could do like a, uh, uh, a see, stage show. You're talking show. glam again. I'm the shows I did. One of the shows, I, the performances. Was, but but the voiceover didn't quite match. So I needed to get to record record four words. <laughs> and I, but I'd paid for a hundred. So. <laughs> I would just totally use that, like, could you just phone my wife and let her know that uh, I'll be late back? That should take you about 20. How many about now? It's like, a, it's like a bar tab you've got. I should have just put the thing, can you sit, record these four words and then tell me about yourself <laughs> in 96 words? You have been blocked from Fiverr. Tell me about yourself in 96 words. <laughs> Just the idea of uh, go for your life, do whatever you enjoy want. Enjoy yourself, enjoy yourself. So yeah, so we've got the we've got the jingle anyway, and we've got the name. So we can't change the. Uh, we, can't we can't change, change the name, it, otherwise it's going to cost us another fiver. <laughs> How many words have you got left? Because I've used them all. That's it. I can't go have back. You? Yeah, it's a one hit. It's a one hit. Yeah, she's very strict about that, is she? Uh, yeah, but for five quid you can. <laughs> I don't even think it's that. I think it's five dollars. 
goodness. Well, that's the thing. There's a British version of Fiverr, and you think, well, why the <laughs> hell would you go to that? Because the, is there an Indonesian version where it's Fiverr? Fiverr is brilliant. Some of the things I will post. I will post a picture of your message written on a piece of paper <laughs> next to my cat for five dollars. It's, it's like I will do a silly face in the in the in a costume of Jesus for the for five dollars. It's like you can get people to do anything. Honestly, <laughs> I think it's a good place to start Brilliant. a business. The best one I saw was it wasn't Fiverr, but he said for two hundred dollars I will pose as a marriage counsellor and convince your wife that she's wrong. <laughs> Brilliant. Now I'm coming up to my first wedding anniversary, so I can't comment on that because I'd like to get past that that one year. Yeah, you've got to get past the year. Just, that's it. Is that, get past is the that, first year and then it's is and, that your and goal that's my it is a goal actually <laughs> yeah, but that's another story get past one year of wedded bliss oh dear me but uh, spl- wedded bliss that's all my sin so and podcasts podcasts yes back to the podcast so what we're going to do is uh, yeah we're going to talk about our podcasts there are a few of them for now uh, that we, we kind of regularly listen to and then we're going to go away and we're going to listen to a, a few of them each, uh, each other's and then and then talk about them on to, uh, on the next episode so yeah. um, so what's your kind of you know your some of your favourite podcasts that you'd um, I think they have a lot in common I think we both like listening to Tim Ferriss he's got a good podcast yeah, I like show. Yeah, it's great. I, I like some of the longer form podcasts because I don't think you'll get that anywhere else you know in TV shows and radio interviews you get like five or six minutes with somebody and you've got to get their point across um, so I like the Tim Ferriss show same for the Joe Rogan one because that's a very long form show as well yeah. and you, it often has some really good conversations with guests and, and it takes them an hour to get warmed up it's suddenly yeah. now they're warmed up they start relaxing and yeah. Yeah, talking absolutely. about crap on fiver you know by yeah, 96 words now, Tim Ferriss is like his books are very to the point it's not there's yeah. no real waffle it's how did you do this how did you make a multi-million dollar company yeah. specifically what did you do day one okay yeah. what did you do day two yeah and it's really really good and and he, but he has some fascinating ones as well it's not necessarily just business ones you know life coaching yeah. and, and, and yeah. entertainment figures as well yeah, yeah he, i do like him he's got some uh, r- really good guests on there so that's always interesting but a few of the ones i'm trying to listen to at the moment is one uh, i'm trying to learn a bit more about stoicism so okay. what i listen to a lot is called the daily stoic which you can imagine is a daily podcast but it's only like two or three minutes long and for uh, those who don't know what stoicism is don't ask me <laughs> um stoicism is a, a philosophy but it's a very practical one it essentially is based around the fact that you can only control the things in your life that you can control and you should only worry about those kind of things right okay so it's trying to it feels to me like something that you try and strip away from so you don't worry about uh, material things it's not about that it's about a few important things so it is essentially only worrying about what you can control and that's okay. stoicism things are either in your control or they're not right and i like that because you know i'm a warrior with yes. various things yes <laughs> so this is something i need to deal with and i like stoicism because it's very practical it's very easy it doesn't require you to do specific things at specific times of days it's just about um, just, just, just following yeah, life rules. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, just yeah. and just asking yourself during the day: Is this really going to matter? So when yeah. somebody cuts you up in the road, you can either get really angry about that, or you can go, "Well, it's done. Yeah, doesn't really change anything. So what? A guy's cut me up. It doesn't affect my journey. I'd rather he be in front of me than behind me, because otherwise he can ram into the back of me if yeah. he's doing something else. <laughs> you do worry about those things. I do. <laughs> I do worry about people ramming into the back of me. Yes, I'd, um, I'd probably keep your eye on the road and not your mirror. <laughs> yeah. 
just just yeah i'm never driving on the same road as you so okay so so, so let's just let's let's look at the podcast that you listen to so and that, then i i will talk about this next time yeah yeah no worries so which which one should i listen to so i i, I picked out two so like the daily stoic is a good one for me because i think right the daily it, stoic okay. daily uh just short daily ideas about stoicism i think it's quite useful and the other one is a podcast by a guy called malcolm gladwell that isn't self-help at all it's revisionist right. history okay so he takes famous moments in history and looks at it from another angle like right. what's really going on here so often it's a deeper dive or maybe it's a look at somebody else who's in the picture right and he's got this really weird one for example he talks about the fact that there was one guy who figured out you know the free free throw in a basketball right when you stand at the line shoot it yeah. in a thing there was a guy in like the 1960s um, who figured out that if you did that underarm, your success rate went up so much. And right. like uh, something like the best players in the world, when they did the normal free throw, they get it 60, 70% of the time. This guy figured you could get it 80 or 90% by throwing an underarm because the angle, the physics of it right. going in the basket, uh, more margin of error. He did that for a year and then stopped, even though he got all these points, he was the most decorated player. He stopped through embarrassment because nobody else wanted yeah. to do it that way. So he looks at stuff like that and it's goes... It's like watching the guy at the bowling alley. He <laughs> yeah, rolls yeah. it down like that. And you think, you might be good, but you look an idiot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So he, he, he takes bits like that, little snippets of history, and looks at him, what's really going on here. Yeah. Um, so okay. those, those are the two I would so do. That's that. So the Daily, Daily Stoic, Stoic and, and the Re Re Revisionist History. Revisionist History. Yeah. Okay. Right. So what about what do you listen to? Um, well, I listen to all sorts of things for for educational purposes. I do listen to the, uh, the Tim Ferriss show. I think Tim's show is fantastic. Um, and I also listen to Brendan Bouchard, which is a yeah. kind of a similar kind of thing, but he's a bit more general. Yeah. He, he, he does interview some people, but it's it's more about sort of daily goals and and sort of the actions motivation to take. And productivity and yeah so sort of Brendan Bouchard is is kind of on the same ilk as um uh, Tony Robbins and, yeah. and those kind of things um and I you know I think they've kind of come from the same school of of sort of life coaching but yeah Brendan Bouchard is fantastic um but I also like so entertainment wise I, I love listening to it there's a there's a podcast called uh, from Adam Savage um, oh, yeah, Adam yeah, Savage yeah. was a co-host on um, the on Mythbusters because I make things I make props and, and things for my for my shows so I love making things and he's all about making And uh, but he has a podcast called um, I think it's, it's still untitled The Adam Savage Project right. which is just basically him talking about all sorts of different things um, about making about creating about his different TV shows and they also talk about movies as well because I love they're, they're big Marvel fans and they like making sort of props and replicas oh, nice. so I, I like all that but that's really just for ed uh, entertainment purposes for um for kind of um, educational purposes. So one of my recent ones that I've been getting into is uh, called Build Your Tribe oh, right. by uh, Shalene and Brock Johnson. Shalene Johnson... I like the name Brock. Brock's very American, isn't it? Yeah. That says in a very British accent. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Brock Johnson. Uh, Brock is, is Shalene's son. Right. Um, uh, Shalene Johnson was, is kind of famous for these infomercials in America oh, right. on health and exercise and those kind of things. Oh, she kind right. of built her business sort of growing 
doing different exercise things. And but now she's all about sort of business coaching and and life coaching and that kind of thing as well. Right. Yeah. But her and her, uh, she has a couple of different podcasts, but but the one that she has, Build Your Tribe with her son Brock, is all about marketing and social media and oh, right. and those kind of things and how to sort of build businesses, but in kind of practical terms. But it's really kind of light and it's it's not too not too heavy it's it's just kind of like a, a soft touch on on, on the yeah. kind of sort of the business graph so i really, really quite like it and brock comes comes across with like different tips and stuff and and i've just started to look at social media and how it can help my business as well so yeah. i've been really getting into those and they really are sort of short sharp there you go this is what you do have a go just do yeah, it yeah cut out the waffle and uh, just yeah yeah and i like that kind of approach because like you it's something i should probably pay more attention to social media and marketing and so i'll, I'll yeah. give that one a listen well, yeah we've said you know that the idea originally this podcast was going to be jack of all trades and it kind of is we do a bit of everything ourselves yeah. although i do have a, a, a guy who looks after my social media um he kind of runs all those ads and everything but i still i'm a we're kind of micromanagers when, when you run your own business. Yeah. So you, you, you can never really let go. You've still got the responsibility, haven't you? Yeah. It's like you if delegate, anything you, goes wrong with it, it's still you in impact. Yeah. So. You, de- you delegate responsibility, but you still want to have control of it, which is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that's something I need to learn through the course of this podcast. Well, I think you delegate the task, not the responsibility, don't you? Because yeah. it's still yeah. on you. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a bit of a stress head when it comes to stuff like that, and, it's hard thing and to often learn, though, I, I kind of just do everything myself, and and then get frustrated at why everybody else is doing nothing it's because <laughs> because I've taken everything on and, and not given them the chance to do it. You're going to be that character from Falling Down. Have you seen that movie with Michael Douglas when he just gets ticked off and starts shooting things, <laughs> and he was like, "Why can't you just do things?" <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like that. I'm a nightmare. So yeah, that's that's kind of one of my tasks through through this this podcast is to kind of get better at that. But so, I can look at ways of doing that. But yeah, so uh, we'll build have a look your at tribe. Um, who else do I listen to? Um, yeah, a, a sort of. I can't say That's enough to get on with, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the two Shirlene Johnson, uh, build your tribe, and um, and then a few other silly ones as well, you know, and, and sort of just general interest. But yeah, I, I have listened to build your tribe. It's it's quite it's a quick quick kind of sort of yeah. snapshot of, of, of stuff so that, that'd be a good I one like to start that. with so we'll listen to those I'll listen to the Daily Stoic um, uh, Revisionist, Revisionist History, History. Malcolm Gladwell. Gladwell very good writer really good right I'll have a listen to those and we'll come back episode 2 and we'll talk about kind of you know what we've, we've explored uh, with those and didn't discover it and also um, yeah and some of the a few other other things that we're going to tackle through the course of this podcast so that's it for episode number 1 I think yay do we get another ending jingle um It'll probably be the same jingle as the okay, start. Fair enough. I don't know. Do I need to speak to the girl <laughs> on Fiverr again? And say, thanks for listening to... I should have got it to say thanks for listening oh. to... Oh! Uh, never mind. No well, work. We'll see you in episode number two. Thanks for listening. Bye! Hi folks, before we go, yes, we have in fact got the email set up. It's mcpodcast at gmail.com. Drop us any questions or comments, and we'll see you next episode. It's always part of the plan. Welcome to Midlife Curiosity.